railroad hypothetical, you know the one? The train is speeding along down the track, and all of a sudden the brakes fail. If you do nothing, that train is going to go straight ahead and kill ten people. But if you make the decision to switch tracks, you know, at the track switching, you know, when they flip the lines over to make the train switch, if you do that, the train will only kill one person. What do you do with that one, morally speaking, Mr. Rosenbaum? Well, I understand the argument that you want to do the least amount of harm to the least number of people. It's a pretty good argument, wouldn't you say? It's a great argument. But there's a civic argument that I would make that it's still not the place of the, you know, with criminals at least. There are a lot of things that the government can do to... They've tried them all, every single one of them. They've tried investing in rehabilitation, they've tried life imprisonment, they've tried making the prisons better. In the end, it still turns out, don't worry about the details, Mr. Rosenbaum, it still turns out that the criminal is no different from the runaway train. Unless you kill this horrible, plainly guilty mass murderer, ten additional innocent people would be dead. Who would otherwise not be dead? Are you still, even if you've given that person a life sentence? Absolutely. Let's assume now that you're persuaded, okay? I don't want to argue with you about the facts, Mr. Rosenbaum. I simply want to have a moral discussion with you. You're persuaded. By executing this guilty criminal, ten innocent people will be saved. Are you still opposed to the state executing him? Because if you're not opposed to it, then your opposition isn't moral at all, Mr. Rosenbaum. It is, in fact, empirical. It's just based on facts and the facts could be right or the facts could be wrong, and while they may perhaps be right in real life, I've made them wrong in my hypothetical. What say you? I'm sticking with the moral defense. So with the train problem, you just go down the track, kill ten people just because you couldn't bring yourself to take action? No. So you switch the track and kill the one to save the ten? Yes. Okay. So you're prepared to kill one innocent person to save ten innocent people. That's great, by the way. I applaud you for that. So let me ask again, then. Let me ask of you, with all your good and decent scruples, Mr. Rosenbaum, why you're not then prepared to kill one guilty criminal who's been convicted beyond a reasonable doubt of a horrible murder to save ten innocent lives. Doesn't that seem inconsistent? My moral argument about the death penalty has more to do with the function of the state. Okay, so now let's say the President of the United States is driving the train, okay? It's a state action now. What would you have them do? Well, how about this? Let's say, Mr. Rosenbaum, that you're the chief advisor to Winston Churchill, the year is 1935, and the Germans have violated the Versailles Treaty, okay? They're arming themselves, and they have this new leader. His name is Hitler. He says that when he comes to power, he's going to declare war on the whole of Europe. He's going to conquer Poland, France, England, and you believe him. And Mr. Churchill says, let's kill him. Come on, lads, let's do it. Let's nip this guy in the bud. And Mr. Chamberlain says, not so fast. You know, peace in our time. Let's just see how everything plays out. And that's ultimately what you decide to do. You go with Chamberlain. And all of a sudden, 15 million people are dead. And you've got yourselves the Second World War. A war that could have been prevented, perhaps, by killing a few thousand people in a preemptive strike on what was then a fledgling German military.
15 million people, and they're gone. That's state action, too. Are you on? Whose side are you on, Mr. Rosenbaum? Churchill's? Or, you know, are you on? I'm firmly anti-Hitler. How nice for you. Uh, Look, Professor Barnes, of course I would want to kill Hitler in that scenario. What I'm saying is that regardless of what my anger or my hatred compels me to do in the heat of the moment, I don't want the state to be driven by that kind of emotional... Isn't that precisely why we have capital punishment, though? To channel your revenge? Isn't that the whole idea? We, the state, make a deal with you, a civilized deal. We say, Mr. Rosenbaum, we understand you have a need to see vengeance done. Somebody has just killed someone very close to you. We understand what you're feeling, emotionally. But we're making you a deal here. You...